Trainer. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hi. That's okay. Good to see you again. Good to see you again as well. I'll come around and give you a, oh, you give you a nice hi. How are you? I'm freaking awesome. I Good wanted to, to put on my Elton John shades for you, you today. You're killing it. Do you want me to hit, oh, no. sit here? Yes, please. That little like, corner right there. I'm on stage there. by myself, it feels like. Well, you kind of are. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all we have to offer. No, you can get to that corner if you want. Oh, this is super cool. You're f***ing relaxed. It's great. You- uh, drinking a Coke. <laughs> it's an like, right now. <laughs> sorry, I'm like drinking a Coke on your show on the couch. Got my Vans on. I'm so LA right now. Yeah. Is this the most LA you've been in a while Look or at ever? Me. Yeah, it's, I'm like LA. It's pretty. Can I document your present presence? Please. Okay. Do whatever you want. I'm like I've never been this LA in my entire <laughs> life. I just felt like I wanted to like be in like the LA vibe. You know. You, you you're not in it. You are it. I've got the vans. I'm like drinking a Coca Cola. No advertisement. Yeah, Frank. They owe you money. Uh-oh. That's freaking right, dude. There we go. <laughs> yeah, we'll tag them. We'll tag them. They'll know. Oh, God. So how are you? I'm you just, great. You just bring the mic a little closer to you so we can hear everything. Yeah. There we go. I'm cool. great. That's good. How I've are seen you? you like a few times this week, haven't y- I? Yeah, I saw you Monday and then I saw you at the top of the carpet at the AMAs. Oh, no. How was that? Did you have a good day? I Yeah, I had a good day. My lazy eye was in, <sighs> intact. It was more focused than usual. I know. I was totally... It, Burnt out by the time AMAs came. It's, I'm like, I was so tired from the day of just like the whole week of craziness. But can you ex- like because it takes energy? I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are like, what energy does it take to you know walk a red carpet or to do you know, all this stuff? It's like totally like, I mean, you've got the pressure of the carpet. You want to look good. You don't want to fall over. You don't want to say the wrong things. Yeah. And you're just like got all this going on. So it's kind of like intense, you know. It's and the photographers are yelling at you like animals. I, I would rather like go to the pub and like chill out with my friends if that was a relaxing time for me. Do you know what I mean? Rather than go to the red carpet. Some people totally like get it. some people go to award shows and like some artists that I know and like just don't care and just like have the best time. But I can't do that because I like to like dress up and like put a dress on. And it's things. a presentation. Yeah, for me. By the way, you brought up pub. Uh, also, we're in the studio hanging out with Rita Ora. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> One interesting thing about your life is your dad was a pub owner, yeah. and that's where you started singing, right? Yeah, yeah. He still is. He still owns pubs. What, how many pubs we got in the well, family? A few, but now he's just like focused on one. But earlier on, he was like dipping and diving into different situations. But yeah, I used to just sing in bars and pubs illegally because I was underage. And what do you learn from performances in a pub? Um, you just learn how to interact with people and you learn how to conversate with people. You learn how to, um, socialize. You learn how to like sing songs that you actually don't want to sing, but like every drunk person in the pub wants you to sing them. So you just have to like shut up and like sing and you learn a lot. I mean, my dad, I now realized was totally using me, which I thought was really amazing. (laughs) Now I'm realizing it. Well, you thank him, right? Because if he didn't use you, maybe your family would have less food on the table, but also you wouldn't have this career right now. Exactly. And I wouldn't be busy. So that's good news. And I wouldn't be doing what I love and I wouldn't be here on this amazing cozy couch. Thanks. Yeah, your your things your whole life starts though. Yeah, your your in your intro into entertainment is a TV show. You you start acting right? Yeah, thirteen. Well, or were um, you singing before then? Well, I was always singing. I was always in music back in the UK. I was always like doing things, you know, musically. But 
I had I went to a theatre school, so like all the time there would be like opportunities to do TV shows and like auditions and things like that. But no, my first kind of break really was dipping into films and TV, but was when I just did a feature with just a DJ back at home. And then, I don't know, everything just, like, took off from there. So, okay, Th- that's with DJ Fresh, right? You're yeah. talking about Hot Right Now. Yeah. But before then, you 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 lend your vocals to, like, a James Morrison album and yeah. Craig David's record, but you're yeah. uncredited. And Jason Mraz as well. That, okay, so when you get... How crazy is that? It's ridiculous, because it, how do they find you? How do they hear you? Is it from... Do you know what? It, was, it all started when I was in a production deal with a producer. Okay. And it wasn't, like, the best deal on the table, but, like, it was the first thing I ever had to do with like a deal of any sort like I didn't know any better you know and so I just kind of went with the flow and they just ended up like using me (laughs) and I did like backing vocals and I'd learned how to sing like songwriting things to be honest I just wanted to be in a studio and like meet people so I didn't care like what I had to do you know so I just hung out in the recording studio like all day what do you learn from that you learn a lot about like being in the right place at the right time basically and it's like having that patience of like nothing happening for like nearly a year because i dropped out of school when i was 16. wow yeah so i didn't go to school after when i was 16 and my parents are very like to the book you know they're like go get a degree go get a master it's just where i grew up that's where i'm from like that's all like how we were supposed to live you know and I didn't do that, so I kind of said to my parents, like, give me a year to, like, try this, and then I promise I'll, like, go to college. And I never went to college. <laughs> <laughs> what was, like, the one moment where your parents were like, okay, you not going to school was the right move? I think when they started seeing, like, me on TV and stuff and, like, started seeing me on the radio and hearing, sorry, hearing me on the radio and, like, just started to see things were changing and attention was coming towards me. Got they were it. like, okay, this is starting to like... It's real. Re- yeah, exactly. This, it's really... it's a, You have a fascinating story as I, I was know, doing yeah, research yeah. on you. It's, Be- a, it's long, right? I feel like I've been... I've got like... Forever. Yeah, it goes like... My, my, my career has been... A, uh, so far has been definitely a journey. It, it, but a journey filled with a lot of success, a lot of hardship, but obviously a lot of knowledge. Yeah. And you've walked away from some really intense experiences, always intact, <laughs> always with your head held high, Thanks. and you never stopped. Yeah, no, I ever. just didn't stop. No, I didn't have it easy. I mean, it wasn't overnight i think some people forget like when they see i don't know pictures of me or they see whatever they see they're just like oh here she is but it wasn't like that like this has been a grind like a really long grind and i don't think it will ever stop i guess the more success you have the more you have to grind so yeah i think it was like it's just crazy congrats on making history Oh, thank you. Um, if you you all thank don't you. know, uh, breaking a thirty year record, having yeah. the most top ten records in the UK for a British female. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. It's <laughs> yeah, that's cool, especially because I'm from there. So for me, it's like, and I'm really proud of that. You know, you brought up the song with DJ Fresh. Yeah, that song. Could you agree that changes your life? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like that whole whole experience was intense because, like, I was just like a feature on someone's song. And then the label I was signed to at the time was like, whoa, this is kind of like picking up. We need to like put something out. And I was like, yeah. Hello. Catch the wave. <laughs> and then, yeah, we just started. We, that, that, that's what forced my um, 
label to really kind of like speed it up and like put something out. And you go on to have three number ones that same year. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I feel, mad. It's, but I feel like you were prepared for it. A lot of artists maybe not, maybe wouldn't be prepared for it if they hadn't been working for as long as you had before yeah. that moment and just got thrown into that situation. But you, you were you prepared for it? Were you ready? Well, you know, I was recording my album three years prior to that moment, prior to that DJ feature. I think without that DJ feature, I would have still to this day probably been recording my album because <laughs> like it was crazy because at one point I think that the people that I was around, they just weren't like wrapping it up and being like, okay, let's just go. Mm -hmm. And I was just ready to put out my first album and then like a lot went on politically where it just become, it became really like nasty and not in a bad way but just it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be to put out an album I don't know why I've just got like stories for days it's just I don't know it just follows me drama just follows my life <laughs> but it, like I said you always rise above and you keep going yeah thank you so when did you start writing Aura it was released 2000 and I got signed in 2009 and then I put my album out in 2012 and when did you start writing that sucker? Was it pre-getting signed? No, no, in 2009. Got it. Yeah, I met Rock Nation in 2009, and that's when I started writing my album. And that's your first album. That wraps in 2012. Yeah. Phoenix is coming November 23rd. Yes, 2018. Teen. But <laughs> <laughs> there's a long time in between there. <laughs> I know, but the reason I called it Phoenix is because I honest to God feel like I've got like a new lease of life. Like Phoenix has like loads of lives. Yeah. And I felt like it was a really strong message and a really powerful like word. And I like singular powerful words. And Phoenix for me was like, wow, it makes sense. I feel like I've rised from a lot of nonsense and I feel like it's, it's my time and it's a fresh start and it just felt right, you know. But even in the f the four years between, you never ceased to stop lending your s voice to songs. You were yeah, always no. in the spotlight. I mean, you were always doing something. You've always been around. Yeah, exactly. You've always stayed busy. That was my aim. My aim was to really, like, slowly but surely creep up on these mother <laughs> <laughs> And you did. You're doing it. <laughs> no, excuse my language, but I felt like, you know, regardless of what I was dealing with um, making my record, I always wanted to be... In the entertainment industry like I love entertaining people and I love being a part of um, things like TV shows and the things that make me busy keep me really excited like I do believe in like a 360 artist and I feel like that is who I am you brought up something really important 360 artists and I brought it up to you on the carpet when I was looking at your fashion I said you're an artist <laughs> on many levels Thanks. and fashion yeah. has its own language for you yeah it does um, I don't want to say pressure, but to be a 360 artist, to be able to do everything and to be able to balance all of it, yeah. can you do it without one of those things ever suffering? Well, I guess sometimes if everything you do isn't like a number one smash crazy hit record or whatever, but it's the fact that you're like achieving something that is that you're proud of. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't put that much pressure on myself. You know, I do the best that I can and then I kind of just like let it go. Um, because when when you do that, I think I'll probably lose my mind if I ever did, if I ever put all that pressure on myself. Phoenix. Yeah. When did this album start? When did you start creating this this human being, this In, thing? It's probably about two years ago. Two years. Yeah, yeah, but that was like in my head two years ago you know so I was, I was like writing by myself and things like that but it only took a couple of months to like put it all together 
which is how an album's supposed to be made, ladies and gentlemen. This was the first experience I've had yeah. of doing it like that, which is why I called it Phoenix. B- biggest change from <laughs> Aura to Phoenix. I guess it was me and um, the people I worked with. It was just amazing. Like, everyone was hungry for a Rita album that I was working with, and I didn't realise that, you know, because so many years went by of me doing so many things. I didn't even know what I wanted to do or what I wanted, I wanted it to sound like, and... Um, the writers that I was working with were super encouraging and like super like excited for Rita music and that made me really excited. So like we created like a little like music family and it was dope and then we just kind of like wrote loads of songs and like I just feel so like liberated and like relieved and I just feel really like confident about like who I am and like the music that I make. Who are you? I'm like a grown ass woman now. I'm like a 27 year old woman that's got like tons of stories to tell. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I'm, like, on a roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of cool because it is just the beginning. Because a lot of people, they roll into their second album a year or two after the first one comes out. And a lot of people are afraid of the sophomore slump. But are you afraid of that? What's a sophomore slump? You know, big first big album, strong out the gate, huge success. And then following it with something. Oh, yeah, of course. It's a little bit weaker. But you have six years in between the first and the second. Yeah. I don't know. I don't look at it like that. I just look at it like a like a brand new start. I don't know. I didn't like brand think, new start. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that to be honest. Because also when I put out Aura, my first album, I didn't. It wasn't a global release. It wasn't all over the world. There were territories that I'm hitting now with this album that I've never hit before in my whole career. So I can't wait to like go and fly all over the world and like just promote this record and just like see the world. It's gonna be awesome. Is it cool that people? are getting to know you for the first time through this album as yeah. opposed to Aura? Yeah, it is cool. I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm like walking into like a marriage or something <laughs> with like the world. No, I don't know. It's, it's really cool. It's really scary, but it's really cool. Some of the albums off of Phoenix have been released. Um, one of those is the record you did with Avicii, Lonely yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. Can you describe how that song came to be and yeah. how you, I mean, when it came to you, were lyrics already done? Was production all finished? Lonely Together was written on a guitar originally, and it was just really simple. I did it with um, my writer, Andrew Watt, who wrote a lot of my records with me on my album. And um, we didn't really know what to do with it, so I like recorded it, and then it kind of just sat for a while. And... Um, it was actually Andrew's idea to kind of like start sending it out to DJs and maybe it could have been like a DJ song. And um, it was kind of random because he was like, where's Avicii? And I was like, I don't know, that's dope. Should we send it to him? And he was um, doing his EP, you know, the last EP that he released before he passed. And so it was perfect timing. So we sent it over and he was like, I love this song. And then we kind of all just sat on FaceTime for like a week and like made the record and actually Benny Blanco also kind of like finished the drums on it at the end and it was like a cool little like team effort wow yeah so it was it was something that wasn't music when when it's like made like that is so cool when you like don't know how it's gonna end or who's gonna finish it and then like Benny did his little thing and then Avicii did his thing it was like a cool little like team it's a genuine true collaboration yeah yeah, it really was and it was it was an amazing experience like it was so sad what happened to him you know and the music that he made especially in the dance world like he's a legend you know his melodies and what he's done for the electronic music is undeniable so it was a real honor to work with him goosebumps because the man really paved the way for so many more and he was so young you know so it was really amazing to see (laughs) 
What was your first thought when you heard, when you got his version of the record back? Well, the first original version that I got from Avicii wasn't what you hear today. It was like, and I was like, what's going on here? It was like intense. And so we kind of had to make it more pop friendly. And so that's when... Um, we started FaceTiming and we were like, Avicii, man, we love you, but we're going to have to just tone this bit down a bit and put that bit up. But that's what a collaboration is, yeah. you know? And then it became more of like a build and a great drop. And yeah, it was awesome. When you write, do you only write in a studio or are you somebody who gathers inspiration as you live, take notes and then go to the studio? When I write, I just write with like no music or a guitar it's never like the beat's never like ready or the music's never like ready. It always starts off with a concept and like a few chords. Those concepts, where do they come from? Real life usually? Yeah, it starts off as a conversation. Like when we feel like we're stuck, we're like, okay, let's go eat, let's go upstairs, let's like do what we need to do and start having a conversation. So like, for example, Anywhere, which is a song that's on my album, um, was written because I can't drive and I was like telling my friends like when am I ever going to get a driving license like it's so annoying everyone drives I want some like independence <laughs> and then and I was like I just want to drive myself like anywhere in the world like and not feel like I have to rely on anyone so that song was actually written as like my drive like my road trip song if I was to ever drive <laughs> are you gonna get a license I don't know. <laughs> I'm like waiting for the day where I'm like, I need to get a license at some point. Next time you come, I will facilitate a driving test for you. Oh God, we'll put you behind is, the wheel. You know, it's not even the wheel because I've I can I can like move a car. Like if I was getting <laughs> chased by like a dinosaur or something, okay. I could totally like save myself in a car. Okay, okay, got it. You know, yeah, sure. But you know, <laughs> but if but I can't do the theory like the, the written thing like for uh, the yeah. life of me like I cannot. So the rules that keep you safe. Yeah, like I cannot. Like do it I've done it like five times I failed five times It's like <laughs> I just don't know what to do I Like What do I do Drive a like, Do I ride a Vespa Like what am I doing <laughs> No you should let them know That if a dinosaur came You'd be okay So they should trust you <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what? It's because I'm seeing dinosaurs Like here This is your fault Like I'm yeah. seeing trolls And dinosaurs everywhere <laughs> You got tchotchkes And bro. like skeletons I'm like who am I right now <laughs> I don't know <laughs> And then there's a cat head it's, it's, I know it's just so cozy It's great Place yeah Alesso you worked with him on that record Alesso did that yeah this is what's so cool like you don't realize like even with my songs they may not be like featured on there but everyone's like behind the scenes been involved so like I worked with Marshmallow on a song on this on the album and it's it's like he's got like a credit on there do you know what I mean it's not like featuring Marshmallow yeah but you kind of know it's Marshmallow you know Wait, so okay are you seeking them out? Does do the records like end up in their inbox by chance? Like when I wanted this album process to be like a revolving door. Like I just invited everybody if that they wanted to come on board, they could come on board and like we can vibe. Cool. So I just was like, "Hey man, I'm doing my album. If you want to come through the studio, come through. Let's let's listen to some music." And so I just kept the door open and then people would just come in and that was it. Some people didn't want to and that was also fine. And that's like amazing because i just started to like meet people for the first time which is crazy because the first process i did with aura it was not like that it was completely different was it forced on you no it wasn't forced it was just more like you should work this person you should work this person also i didn't know and i was like younger and now i've kind of got a bit more experience and i've made some great friends so like it's kind of different now
Working with uh, working with Marshmallow, right? Are you in the studio with him, or do you just send the record off to him? No, that was a send it record situation. Got it. Yeah. What, then that record hasn't hit yet. And it isn't out yet, no. I'm really excited about it. It's really cool. I hear 14 records, to, uh, 14, song, 14 records on the album, and then 16 for the, the deluxe. deluxe. Yeah. It's a lot of songs to fill. I know. I, I, do you know what? I wish I did more, because like, it was really hard to like take songs off. How many songs do you have sitting that aren't on the album? A lot. Like, it was really difficult to, like, n- knuckle it down to, like, 16. How many collabor- How many features on there? Is it just you and every song now? Avicii. Well, the ones that you guys already know of, so, like, Girls and Avicii and Liam Payne for you, that's on the album, too. Um, then that's it, really, the Marshmallow thing I just said. Um, and... My mind's going back for some reason. <laughs> and um, oh, and I've got a really cool little two chains moment on there because I love myself some two chains. Nice. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I've got like the perfect amount of uh, people on that record, you know, because I also wanted it to be solely about me and my my story and my songwriting and things like that. Which I, I think at least in America we need it right because we've heard you on the radio we know your voice we've seen you on TV but we know you I mean Black Widow there's so many great features that you've been a part of over the years yeah your song I thought was a great introduction I'm obsessed with the record thank you so much your song's fun that was like an introduction exactly it was like it was like the new me you know what I mean like a new like vibe I appreciate that people listening to that record what do you want them to know about you from it that I'm like in a great mood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in like a good place. Like I, this album does really represent like a positive light. Like it's it's a feel good record. Like I love pop music. You know, popular music for me is like what I love. So I, this is a pop album, and I wanted to to put out like one of the most popular songs that I've had. And your song was was that, and it was the last song I recorded as well because Ed sent me. Ed Sheeran sent me that song literally like three, four weeks before like my album was like nearly done. Zach Sang Show. Hey friends, sorry for the interruption, but if you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Two, do you have college credits that you need transferred? Three, do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University is the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 150 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree that you want on campus from wherever you are, totally on your schedule. That's awesome. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits, so it's easy. If you want more information, text Zach, Z-A-C-H, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517, so you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. And you ready for this? You'll also find out why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within 90 days of graduation. That's, like, really impressive. Like, uh, uh, honestly, I kind of want to go back to school. Learn to grow, learn to succeed, and learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU Online degree programs, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. Okay, let's get back to this interview. Zach Sang Show. So how long have you been sitting on this finished album? A few months. Is that hard? Yeah, but you gotta wait for the perfect time, you know. Amen. That's all it is. Like literally, I've waited this long. So it won't kill me to wait a few more months. You know what I'm saying? So I was, so I was like, yeah, cool. I'll wait. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. It's like tell me something I don't know. <laughs> are, are you constantly listening to the album still? Am I constantly? Um, yes. 
yeah, 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 definitely. I'm still like, of course, I'm so proud of it. Is there anything you wish you could change even though it's already closed? Um, yeah. What? Definitely. Like a few mixes, like crazy things. Like just things that people will never realize. And like some intro stuff and like some like interlude things that I want to do. Whoa. Yeah, because like one of my favorite albums, the Lauren Hill album, is like full of such a, such amazing interludes. Like when they're talking in a class and things like that. Like those for me are so like good special moments in records you know you see it it it, it bring it, it heightens the image in your head and almost. it just creates like a world in a in an album and in a in a physical cd you know it's amazing but i think for the for the digital version it's really difficult to have kind of interludes and things like that are you like an old school person when it comes to uh music i still am yeah like i still love like buying cds and stuff i always always do that I wish CDs were still a thing. I know, me too. They are, but you just go find them. They just take a while to find. <laughs> well, you got to get the deluxe, right? Exactly. Get the deluxe. It's. Um, I feel like it's everyone's going to just do that anyway. When you enter a studio, or when you used to enter a studio, yeah, because you've—I mean, dude, you worked with Drake. I didn't even know Drake wrote R.I.P. Yeah, Drake wrote R.I.P. Yeah, like, yeah. What? Like his de- his demos so dope. I, st- I actually just listened to it, like the other day from like seven years ago, and he's like, his voice even sounds different. It's crazy. What, like, did you know that song was going to be something when you first heard it? Yeah, yeah, because of this the NECA sample. Yeah. Get a like that for me was one of my favorite. Um, songs from NECA and um, I was like this is a jam because originally Chase and Status who are a, a, a duo producers and DJs um, also produced that song with Stargate and um, they always had the drum and bass version like in the clubs at all times so I already like was aware of the effect of that little sample you know what it does to a crowd yeah because I was like in it I was like living in it you know so yeah so when you enter the room to cut that record compared to you entering a room to cut your current records, your mindset different? Yeah, because I was like a part of the creative process with the current records. Before it was just hand, not handed, but like before you it should. was like yeah, there was a lot of records that I was singing that I didn't write and things like that. So it kind of was a different feeling, you know. Yeah. So this one just feels way more like I don't know personal. So was it hard to? embody somebody else's lyrics like that or did you get it down to a point where you, you understood empathy enough to like see the lyrics from that perspective no it wasn't hard and look don't get me wrong like that's what it takes to make great music there's lots of artists in the in the game that sing songs that they haven't written and they still connect and love them their song so no it wasn't difficult because i loved the songs that i was singing that makes it easier exactly there's a lot of like I've heard a lot of stories of people being forced to sing songs that they hate. Really? Yeah. No, I've never. I'm luckily enough haven't done that, so that's cool. That's good to know. How well, you How you doing over there? Let you love me is the single now. What's that one about? Let you love me. <laughs> yeah, I always want to say let me love you. I know everyone always wants to say that. That's why I did it. I wanted to give it like a a, a different perspective. Let you love me is about um, the reason why. Uh, we like to uh, be so I mean it takes me a long time to open up to someone in a relationship so sometimes it's very difficult to love me and I keep myself very guarded and it's hard for me to trust people don't tell people a lot of things it takes me a long time to trust someone so that's what let you love me I wish I could let you love me I should have stayed with you last night instead of going home going out to find trouble it's just making decisions consciously in your mind that don't really help you at the end of the day Mm -hmm. yeah you won't open up to love. No, I will. It just takes me a while. 
Are you open now? I think so. I'm more like receiving of it. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I accept it. You acknowledge when it exists. Exactly. Whereas before I kind of just was like out of sight, out of mind. Got it. You know? Yeah. I understand that very much. Yeah. It's really weird, isn't it? Like how your brain works sometimes. If you're not open and willing to accept, then it you, tends to not come, right? Because you kind yeah. of radiate it. But I was also like had to figure things out for myself. Like I had to like go and find out who I was. Like the writing process with this album really helped me do that, which helped me like accept and receive love, you know? Almost not like, even just in relationships, like with friends as well. It wasn't just like my love life. Just with, with anything that was like love involved almost like a therapy like therapy kind of yeah i know yeah that that good old chestnut when you write music because it's my therapy but it's like it sounds cheesy but it's true yeah it's cool it's powerful stuff yeah it is what do you want people to take away from the album i just want people to give it a chance and understand that like this was an amazing journey and an incredible like moment for me of feeling like I've like arised from just like the crazy roller coaster journey I've been on. So I don't know. Just listen to it with an open mind and like a new vibe. Should we listen in order? Yeah. Top to bottom? Yeah. Or you can just put it on shuffle, but I'd like it in order because I thought really hard about the track listing. <laughs> People don't realize that like you pick track one, track two, track three, track four, track five. Every little detail of an album is thought out and debated and... Yeah, it's through. like, what should be track one? And in my head, I'm thinking, people are just going to end up putting it on shuffle anyway. Like, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's all going to be messed up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but which makes, I guess, your job a little bit harder, right? Because you want every record to have a story, right? Yeah. But the whole album still has to have an overall meaning. Exactly. But you know what? I'm in such a good place. Like, I feel like I'm finally, like, I'm really proud of, like, the journey that I've been on this far and, like... I'm not here to like complain or dwell about how long it took me to get here. I'm just like so proud of myself for doing that. And I think that that's an achievement in itself. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Wow. Okay. Can I bring up this, this photo shoot you did? Oh, what, the naked one? Yeah, the clash, the clash <laughs> shoot. Oh, that old thing? You look amazing. Thank you so much. <laughs> do you go to them and go, I want to do something? Or do they come to you and be like, yo. Clash, clash magazine's a music magazine that, is always like up for like fun things or like experimenting things and actually it was kind of like last minute where we were just like should we do something that's really like liberating and like really just like i'm proud of myself of who i am and one of my biggest idols is madonna and in her time she was doing things that were so crazy to people and i feel like that isn't dead why not do that and i didn't do it for anyone really apart from myself but if people like it great (laughs) what did you get out of it personally i don't know i just felt like i'm like i grew up really like conscious of my like body like i was the girl in my class that like grew before everyone else if that makes any sense so i was like wearing baggy clothes i was like really kind of like like how i am now like i was like i'm like a tomboy so like this was a big deal for me to kind of like bear it all i just wanted because i like i said phoenix like i just wanted to just like clean everything away and like get in the shower i couldn't explain i can't explain it but that was the mind process behind it all i get it 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 symbolizes a legitimate rebirth basically yeah yeah 
Does it bother you when people are like, Rita, put your clothes back on? No. Stop walking around naked all the time? No, because it's true. I walk around naked all the time. (laughs) 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 I want that confidence. I mean, it's like, what do you want me to do? I'm not like cocky or anything, but like there's some things that I'm like not sensitive about and my body isn't one of them. You know, there's other things I'm sensitive about. What else? What? What else? What? What? If you're not if you're not sensitive about your body, yeah. what are you sensitive about? Just like anything, like my family, like I'm really protective of my family, like really protective of my dogs, like just things that like are real life things to me. Not like oh, Rita made a decision to be naked. Let's all talk about it. It's like whatever. <laughs> your th- that skin develops over time. Yeah, it really does. Like being I, in the public eye as and being in the public eye in the UK is it's, it's a, completely different because yeah. they're like ruthless dude they'll hack your phone they'll like jump on your car I mean I I guess they kind of do that here too but like they will sleep outside your house and they would like come up in your face to the point where it's like intrusive and it's it stars of all sizes too like they're obsessed I mean it's I, I don't know it's, it's crazy it like I'm like taking out my rubbish and I'm like there's cameras everywhere I'm like, can I take my rubbish out in peace? No, that's the answer. <laughs> Not at all. But you know, I, I don't complain about those things. There's, you know, you've got to pick and choose. You pick the life, this life. So you've just got to like control it in the way you want to control it, you know? Do you feel like you picked it or did it pick you? No, I feel like I definitely like, I wanted to work in music. I didn't know anything about fame, obviously. I didn't know anything about like paparazzi. I just wanted to like work in music and in entertainment and if this is what comes with it then you've just got to like pick your battles you know what i mean like go to places that you won't be seen or like things like that you know yeah did you ever think about maybe not being in front of the camera but being in the studio and writing for others (laughs) no (laughs) i don't know i don't know if i could do that i'd love to write for others anyway regardless you know i think i would definitely like like to send people my songs that like for example didn't make the album that someone else can sing for sure yeah it's hard though giving away a song like that maybe i know but ed sheeran always said to me like what's he gonna do just sitting there that's it collect dust like what are you gonna do with it you know and he's been writing songs now for other artists a lot (laughs) and um yeah i think he's a great example he's that documentary, I don't know. Have you I seen know, this documentary? It was fantastic. Like, I was so inspired. Like, I wanted to go write a song straight away. I know, it was it's, so cool. And Benny Blanco, I love him to death. Yeah, have you had a chance to interview him yet? Blessed with his presence a couple of times, and he's just... He'd love this couch. He'd be here with no shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> flip-flops. He'd be here, like, literally just like, what up? <laughs> like, literally, like, legs open, <laughs> hoodie on. But did you see him at the AMAs when he dressed up? He yeah. killed the suit. I know, it was so swaggy. And I that know, medallion chain thing? I know, we love Benny and his and his wife, Little Dicky. Them, them, <laughs> them two together just crack me all the way up. Like, I love them so much. I didn't necessarily get him before, but I, but I get it now. <laughs> I understand it. They're like wife and wife, both of them. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we have a new album, November 23rd. Yes. It is a thing. Let You Love Me is the single. It's a great record. Thank you so much. And I, I interpreted the same way that you just expressed it, right? When I heard it first, I was like, this is about somebody refusing love, like keeping themselves purposely so away from love. Thank you. I'm so happy with the reaction. Like, everyone's been so supportive, and it's been, like, it's crazy <sighs> online. And thanks to anyone 
everyone everyone who's like streamed it or like bought it or is like listening to it and your song deserves your ear too I, thank you I was playing that record on the radio I wanted to give it more time <sighs> thank you I really and I listen it's in my daily playlist so yes I boom it. I'm active what's the, uh, your role in the Pokemon movie <laughs> <laughs> on another note, <laughs> yeah, well, on that aside, you do have a weird. You tried to get, okay. Let's get into acting a little bit more. And yeah. We'll get to Pokemon in a second. Yeah. You go wanting to be in the Fifty Shades like soundtrack, yeah. And they look at you, and the director's like, "You should play his sister." Yeah, literally. And you did. I auditioned, yeah, and then I ended up playing. I mean, it was like a literally a non-existent role when she had the idea, the director Sam Taylor, and I was like, "Well, what am I going to do?" She was like, "We'll figure it out." So then it was like. Literally have a blink in the first one and you'll like miss me, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> and then like the second one is like a little bit more. And then the third one was, you know what, we should really like embrace this character. So I'm like, I was really happy with the growth of it because I wasn't bothered. Like it was the first time I ever was in, in a big budget like movie of some sort. So I was just happy to be there. And now Pokemon. Yeah, now I did Detective Pikachu, the Pokemon movie. It's a real life version of... Pokemon. It's a kids' film. It's fantastic. It's like super good vibes. It's fun. It comes out next year, and um, yeah, I can't tell you too much about it yet. Well, just what the what the f is life? I can't. I, I can't <laughs> tell you like what I'm in it as yet. I, like now, the longer <laughs> I look at you, I feel like you could be a Pokemon character, like one of the real life humans. I wish that's with, with Ash Ketchum. I'm like a kid at heart. Like I love cartoons. Like I love Pokemon. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> do you use a pokeball in the new pokemon movie no but i collect the cards which by the way are like worth so much money now did you know that yes it's crazy i didn't know my friend told me and i was like well i'm gonna sell these bad boys hey i'm sitting on a binder i'm like on amazon and they're like thousands of pounds and i'm like what is going on here this is wicked it's a whole market it's crazy did you actually get to act with pikachu in the movie um yeah a few actually i can't stop asking me questions <laughs> i can't say anything <laughs> it's so exciting and it's really cool right and I, yeah I just, it's really i like like doing things that people don't expect me to do you know like that was a real unexpected one so i'm excited wow a any other gems you got over there no i don't think so <laughs> i will say you come across very intimidating on tv but you're very friendly in person really yeah is that true uh, i see i'm like you look like this it's like the face the accent the clothes i'm like she's so intimidating and then in person i'm like oh, she's just the friendliest happiest person ever i'm like so chilled and i'm just so happy to be here like wherever i am i'm just like happy to be here what and about her intimidates you i just said it's the accents the face the clothes it's just like the whole package together i'm like that's intimidating Aww. and you walk in here like Hi, I'm late. Maybe and like, <laughs> like they, the hairs. You got like a coke in your hand. The hairs everywhere. You're like, oh, me on the couch alone. I'm like, this is awesome. Well, I hope I've changed your perspective now. Intimidating is not a bad thing. Okay, good. Because sometimes maybe that's why I'm like, no, I'm not even gonna go there. <laughs> I want to know where you're about to go. No, I'm not going there. Not going there. Not going there. Iggy Azalea, Black Widow was a big song for you Thank too. Thank you. I loved that. That was a big eye opener for me. That was like my first like global reception. What did it open your eyes to? Just like new territories again. Like it wasn't released by my team per se, but it felt like it was a great moment for my career at that time. I mean. Huge. I, that song I had to have gone number one here in the States, I, I think. I think it was like number three or two or something like that. Pretty high. Yeah, I, I don't know. I played right? that thing every hour. That's what do I do you? remember. Or uh, I did. 
Yeah, that's great. Huge and you were record. like, do I have to listen to this again? No, I loved it. I knew every <laughs> word. And then I think, did you do an AMA performance of that one year? Yeah, or, no, it was VMA. VM, okay, got yeah, it. the VMAs, yeah. One of the A's. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, all the these A's. <laughs> we got one of the hosts on that pre-show that I did the other day. Yeah. Called the AMAs the VMAs. Like oh, twice. Oh, no. And what? Twice? You're yeah. like, dude, can you like know where you are? Yeah. Where are you, bro? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's poor branding. Have you talked to Iggy recently ha- or no, since that song? I haven't spoken to her in a while. No, no. I haven't. I hope she's well. I she hope looks, so, too. She looks fantastic online. <laughs> but like... What what is what does a digital presence really tell you about somebody? Sometimes I don't know. At this point in life, it's like, what do we know? What is real? Like, what's going on? What's not through a filter? I don't know. I don't know. But is it a filter though, is or it, is it not? <laughs> That's the question. You know what I'm saying? It's just like never ending. <laughs> it's true. Oh, wow, it's really crazy to think about. I want to Instagram you guys now. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> oh, Charlie XX just texted me. We love Charlie. Oh, yes, we do. Don't we? Mm-hmm. She's so fun. How did you assemble the girls for girls? Did you pick them? Um, how did I assemble that? Yes, I did. I yeah. picked everyone myself. Got it. Oh, what did you think of the backlash over that song? Were you expecting that? No, I wasn't actually. But I kind of understood why. Yeah. You know, after taking a step out of it and looking at it from that angle. It sucked, obviously, because that was never that was not my intention. My intention was to un- honestly like tell my story, which is what Phoenix is about, and that was my truth, you know. So mm-hmm. there's only so much that I could feel bad about. But if it's your truth, it's just your truth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but I completely understand. Like the world is a really sensitive place at the moment, you know. And all I wanted to do was show the community that supported me so much how much I love them and how proud I am of sharing my story like that because I have some friends or probably people that I've never met who can't share their story or can't be honest to their family with who they are who they love because of religion or because of race or whatever the hell it is so that was a message to everybody and hopefully that gave people confidence to really live their truth Mm -hmm. that was really the message of behind it all and I think once it was stated, yeah, I think a lot of people understood that. Oh yeah, and you no. were really very much so. Thank it, you. It genuinely hit everybody in a big way. Like I don't have like an ego. Like I completely don't. understand. Like I've never ever intentionally wanted to harm anybody ever in my life. Like I'm a really chilled person. I like like I love to laugh and like make friends with random people on the street and like chat to everyone. I'm like the person in the bar that like talks to the bar person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then everyone's like. Rita, let's go home now. And I'm like, one second, this story is so interesting. <laughs> so, like, that's me, you know, so I get it. And, um, you know, it's always just, it was always meant to be a positive thing. Pokemon, Phoenix. Yeah. So much. Charlie XCX texting your phone. <laughs> what a great life you got. Oh, well, look, I've got a long way to go. I think it's just the start, but I'm like, I'm not complaining, do you know what I mean? Is it crazy that it's just the start? I think so, yeah. I think definitely. Because I just can't wait to put this album out and tour it next year. And like meet people that I haven't met yet because it's been a long time since Aura. So I'm happy to like get on the road and stuff. I can't wait. And to be in a movie alongside Pikachu. (laughs) I think that's, I mean, music's cool, but like (laughs) Pikachu is, come on. Yeah, the director just emailed me like, you want to see your scenes? And I'm like, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh wait, let me Instagram you guys. Okay. Sorry, I forgot. How dare you? 
I, I, See, I'm, like I love talking. I forget things. I, I, I get it. I was born to be on Instagram and only on Instagram. Okay, I'm going to do like a... Okay. Okay. But do you want me to do a live version of it or like a boomerang? I don't... Well, uh, you, this is your creative vision. Oh, God, the pressure. The pressure it, of it, social media. It, and then the filter. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, and then the filter. <laughs> but is it though? <gasps> no filter here. <laughs> filter free. Okay, say hi. Hi. Oh, wait, wait. I'm oh. not recording. I'm not recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go. Hi. Hi. Oh my god, I just looked at myself. I look crazy. How are, guys, how are you guys letting me talk to you guys like this about my life and seriousness? And I'm wearing these glasses. Oh my god, hi. Oh, it's nice to see your eyes. Oh, thanks. Sorry. I, I was able to see them a little bit through the purple. It's because I went to a charity event last night and I was like, it was called the City of Hope. It was a beautiful charity. Sick. It was so nice. And we celebrated one of the biggest legends in the music industry, Big John, who's an OG. Uh, and Jay-Z. And Jay-Z was there. And Beyonce was there. And it was a big family reunion. So I was just kind of like, overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do in those situations? Like, how do you cope with that overwhelming vibe? Um, wait, I'm atting you guys. Okay. Wait, hold on. What's your Instagram? Oh, Zach Sang, Z-A-C-H. Z. A C H, yeah. S A N G. S A N. Oh, there you are. I should have. Verified. Ooh. <laughs> Look at you with the blue tick. Yeah, that's on my hey. resume. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> Only took me years. It only took me my whole <laughs> life. I've sacrificed so much. That, the pinnacle um, of my career was when I got that verified check. Should I put these mark. back on? Am I, yeah, am you, I you can intimidating by any chance? <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> I feel great now that the glasses are off. Really? Yeah, yeah. It takes you down a level. Oh, damn it. Makes you more relatable. <laughs> Phoenix deserves your ear November 23rd, and these these records really do deserve your attention. Uh, Let You Love Me, love it. Lonely Together, beautiful record. Thank you. Anywhere, your song. Those Thank are the you. four we have so far. Thank you. But we have girls. another tw girls. Yeah. So, what is, so that is four in total that are out right now, right? Yes, five, I think. Uh, five. five yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we have another 11 coming. Yeah. So excited. I was able to do math. You on dropped that. your pen because you're so excited. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw all the pens in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Have uh, you ever thought about like having a accent like an English co-host? Uh, uh, you know what? Yes. And, uh, Do you want to be it? Yeah, you in? Is that what you're asking? I'm like, there's a spare seat next to you. And I'm like, I would be a I, complete match for this little combo going on I here. I think you would because I think you'd balance Dan and I out and rather well. And I feel well. like if you have like another accent, it could totally just like mix it up catches people's attention and it's like who's the annoying British girl that doesn't show up on your, on your TV on your radio show <laughs> but for real like no. wherever you go I'll give I you a studio I think it'll be fun maybe for a one off I love it you guys are super easy to talk to that would be really cool You, dude come and sit on our show and co-host with us that'd oh, I'd be cool I'd love that I'm, I'm like just you guys I could just sit here and talk all day like I loved the I loved the Ariana interview like I watched it and it was oh. so lovely and relaxed and I was like that's what an interview should be like you know that's what all interviews should be like thanks well, for watching thank that no it was fantastic um please come and co-host with us for i would a love show. to i would love to no thanks for having me as well i've had the best time any this is sick anytime all time read or everybody all right. Woo! this podcast is part of the zach sang show podcast network